my little one, my, my two-year-old, got lost. Like he, he, they were coming, him and his brother were coming from another farmer's market vendor. Right. They were walking back and for some reason they weren't walking back together. The, my little one passed the tent. Oh no. And ended up at the parking lot. <laughs> and his brother was back. I was like, where's your brother? And it's like, I don't know. I thought he was right next to me. No. Good thing there was another vendor at the end of the parking lot that saw the kid, you know, my son walking really? and just started like yelling, hey, whose kid is this? <laughs> I was like, it's my son. <laughs> it's just chaotic, but they slowly understood right. what, you know, the business entails. Right. And just actually started asking to come with me. This is Small Business Celebration. Welcome, where we're celebrating small businesses for big breakthroughs. Hello, Visioneers. I'm here with Emma Valdivia, the owner of the Pokey Express. Welcome to Small Business Celebration. Hi, how are you? Doing well. And for Visioneers who don't know who you are, who are you and what is it that you do? Hi, my name is Emma Valdivia and I own and operate the Pokey Express. We're a mobile pop-up that serves Asian Hawaiian cuisine in different breweries, wineries, and farmer's market. Visioneers, if you remember our episode from last week, you know that this is the second part in a very brief series where we talk about the step after the farmer's market. You've done very well setting up your own pop-up at a farmer's market. You've generated interest. You've started developing a client base. But now what? What's next? What do you do? Where do you go? How do you grow? What decisions do you have to make? And that is why we're talking with Emma today. To begin with, where did the name the Pokey Express come from? Pokey is, it's a Hawaiian dish. It's cubed raw fish. Okay. Traditionally, you know, when fishermen went out to sea, mm -hmm. whatever fish they don't sell at the markets, mm. they cube it up and then that's kind of like their sashimi. Ah, yeah. okay. So they marinate it with soy sauce, sesame oil, and then green onions and all that, and then they eat. That's their sushi. Okay. Yeah, it's like Hawaiian sushi. What do you do to yours to, your, to make it a little different? Ours is a little bit different. It's California style, okay. so it's in a bowl. It comes with different things. So there's a rice base or a salad base, and we add cucumbers, edamame, you know, crab, seaweed salad, all that, and then you pick a sauce to put on top of it, and then you garnish it with like green onions and other toppings. I'm hungry already and we've just started the conversation. <laughs> and your business started off at the farmer's market yes. and then you've grown. And what kinds of clients do you have now? And what kinds of places do you go to? We go to different wineries and breweries across town in Bakersfield and all the way up to Tehachapi as well. How did you go through and land the contracts with the breweries and the wineries? How'd they find out about you? Oh, that's interesting. So we were still at the farmer's market at that time. Mm. Wanted to expand a little bit more. The farmer's market that we used to go to was uh, the Hagen, Hagen Oaks Farmer's Market. Okay. That is parked at the parking lot of the Kaiser on Ming. Mm -hmm. And they pretty much require the food vendors to serve just healthy healthy foods right and so at that time our menu just consisted of like just poke bowls mm. and, mm -hmm. and not everyone likes raw fish right so I needed to expand our menu a little bit and it was a little difficult because Kaiser needed to approve 
right. the menu additions or menu changes. And I wanted to expand the menu a lot, sure. by a lot. So I, a friend knew a brewery that just opened mm -hmm. and suggested, hey, since you guys don't have food, why don't we, you know, invite someone for your patrons? So right. instead of just like serving beer, you know, we, they can, they have the option to like purchase food and that's how we started. It's Crusader Brewing actually okay. where we got our first brewery job. And then since then, since they've been posting it on their social media, so other breweries saw and ah. like, hey, we want you to come down here too. What days are you available? And it kind of just started then, like started with breweries and then the wineries followed suit. And these people, you know, they don't just like go to one brewery. They go mm. to different breweries and be like, hey, why don't we have, you know, Poke Express here too? And, right. And just kind of, yeah, word of mouth. And one of the things that's also <laughs> fascinating about what you, what you do mm -hmm. is you're very flexible. You've got, you're very light, you're very nimble, you can, how long does it take you to set up? Uh, I do have a helper, Vanessa, right. and it takes us about 30, 40 minutes. <laughs> 30, 40 minutes, that's yeah. all. Yeah, well, it's, if you've been doing it for quite a while, we right. have a system. Right. So it's packed in the van, the ones that are, you know, packed, like, first, that goes out first, and then it's a system we sure. have a system have that a system. works and that that's what helps with you know time time management too you know? well if visionaries want to learn more about you mm -hmm. and and get in touch with you for their events or come out to their business mm -hmm. how do they do that they can reach me via email or our website it has all of our uh, right. contact information on there we're on social media we're very active on instagram so okay. at the pokey express Okay. And then our website to thepokeexpress.com, so it's pretty straightforward. They can reach us through, through there as well. Phone number? A phone number is 661-368-4600. When we come back, we're going to talk about the pitfalls to avoid when growing beyond the farmer's market. And if you enjoy Small Business Celebration, go ahead and like, subscribe, and notify. And we'll talk about the pitfalls on leaving the farmer's market and growing when we come right back. The winter season is rapidly approaching, but are the tires on your car or truck ready for wet weather? Bakersfield's best tire store, Clarou Tire, has been serving families like yours for 80 years and installs and services the tires your family depends on when the wet weather comes. Give Clarou Tire a call at 661-324-6069 and ask them about what tire works best for you and your budget. Call Clarou Tire at 661-324-6069 or visit them at 530 East 21st Street in Bakersfield or at ClarouTire.com today. The wet winter weather is rapidly approaching. Call Clarou Tire at 661-324-6069 today. I'm here with Emma Valdivia, the owner and founder and operator and chef extraordinaire of the Pokey Express. And our visionary question comes from Aaron who asks, we started our business in the farmer's market and now we're looking to expand beyond that. What did you do to make the transition and what pitfalls should we avoid? The farmer's market, you know, it's, it's steady and consistent because right. it's every Sunday. Right. It's every Saturday or Sunday. So right. you're guaranteed a day. Right. So if you do try to like expand or like get out of the farmer's market, there's always going to be those days where you're not going to be working mm. because 
a venue or like a brewery or winery is not going to need you say they have like a private event or something so you're going to miss out on a day of business so that's one of like the pitfalls it's i guess some consistency is lost right and just you know making the transition to that you just have to be prepared that you know there will be days that you won't have any business at all. At Visioneers, we are currently outside in her pop-up tent doing this. And so if you hear traffic and you hear a very loud bird that's deciding to let us know about his presence, that's yeah. why. <laughs> they're, they're waiting for us to open. <laughs> <laughs> they're waiting to open, exactly, exactly. Yeah. Now, one of the things that I love about having this conversation with you is you're originally from the Philippines. Yes, yeah, born and raised. Yeah, and what brought you to the States? Um, my dad was already here in the Bay Area right. and uh, I actually just recently graduated college at that time. Okay. And it's a gift to me for graduating was a trip here. Really? I wasn't, it wasn't in the plan to like move out here. Right. It was just to see my dad for vacation right and then it when i got here you know all these things wonderful offer opportunities that my dad told me about right like enticed me to stay and that's when we started the um, petition process and, right and here and you are here, here i am yeah. <laughs> and and what you were talking about the opportunities mm -hmm. how are the opportunities here different than they were back in the philippines where do I start? Okay, well. <laughs> yes, um, well out here, it's easy to actually know, get employment. I Back then, at least, right. when I moved, it was in 2005. Right. In the Philippines, like I, my degree is in business. Okay. <clears throat> and back there, that's used to, you know, start your own business, really, and that's what the business degree is for. Right. But if you don't have the funds, if you are not, you know, financially up there to start right. a business, you can't. Ah, so okay. it's pretty, it's useless, really. Really? Yeah. Whereas so you took that same knowledge and you came here. There's more, I guess, access to be able to start your own business here. It's, mm. it's... You have, you know, your your loans and grants and all that stuff. Out there, you have to use your, you know, your own money, your family's money. And, right. you know, we're, we're not that well off out there. I right. don't know why I chose business, really. I'm <laughs> <laughs> a nurse. Yeah. Right, right. Um, but, yeah, it's it, out there, the job would have been either to start your own business, which, you know, uh, was incapable back then, right. um, or work in a call center. Oh. This is a call center capital of of the, the world. world yes right right and i didn't want to do that right i wanted to do something else and here i am and here you are yes <laughs> with yes. your own business and your husband has yes. his own business as yes. well yes yep and yep. Uh, what is his business real quick he is a dog trainer for elevated canine bakersfield and uh yeah he trains yeah he trains dogs now who you are today is different than who you are five plus years ago when you started this. Yes, yeah, that's true. How have you changed? I think I've matured and been a little bit wiser at, mm -hmm. when it comes to, you know, business aspects and 
really what I, whatever I learned in school back then, it's, it's totally different from what I am doing right now, like what I've learned right now. Awesome. I've learned by doing it, by actually being in the business. Right, right. It's, uh, you know, some of them, yes, you can apply the, the legalities and technicalities, business law, taxation, and all that. Yes, you learn that from school or, you know, from the government. Right. But as far as, you know, actually dealing with customers, making all these changes it's you you learn it by by doing it by being in it right it's what have you learned about yourself oh my gosh. I have to be flexible and be willing to change mm. yeah that's in I've learned to yeah be that way be able to accommodate changes when we come back we're going to talk about integrating the children into the family business when we come right back. <laughs> the reason we're talking with Emma Valdivia, the owner of the Poke Express, is because of a visionary question that came from a visionary just like you. If you got a question, go ahead and reach out to us on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram, and let us know. Your question could appear here on Small Business Celebration. So reach out to us on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram today. I'm here with Emma Valdivia, the owner of the Pokey Express, and our visionary question comes from Carlos, who asks, we've never owned a business before this one, and we have two children. At what age should they get involved with the family business, and how do you decide what jobs they should do and when? Because hmm. that's what you do, is, yes. is you, 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 you drag your kids along with you to the farmer's market and the other stuff as yeah. well. Actually, yes. When I started the farmer's market, my uh, eldest son was four years old okay and then uh, my youngest was two right and i would bring both of them just you know we didn't have child care <laughs> sure right 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 yeah so we started bringing the kids to the farmer's market that was a little tough because they were smaller back then we didn't have air tags back then right, we didn't have right. the smart watches that can track your kids and so we didn't have all that right so you know i would always just, like say just you know sit there you know as Time went on, they got a little bit more comfortable with the far farmer's market environment. The farmer's market vendors started, you know, recognizing them and knowing them. So right. they would, you know, kind of like keep an eye out for this, like one big family. Right. But there was like a time when, <laughs> a time when my, my little one, my, my two-year-old got lost. Like he, he, they were coming, him and his brother were coming from another farmer's market vendor. Right. They were walking back and for some reason they weren't walking back together. The, my little one passed the tent. Oh no! And ended up at the parking lot. <laughs> and his brother was back. I was like, "Where's your brother?" And it's like, "I don't know. I thought he was right next to me." No. Good thing there was another vendor at the end of the parking lot that saw the kid, you know, my son walking, really? and just started like yelling, "Hey, whose kid is this?" <laughs> I was like, "That's my son." <laughs> it's just chaotic, but they slowly understood what right. you know the business entails right and just actually started asking to come with me really yes do it uh, what yeah, you do with it, them it's fun like, you know sometimes they'll have their tablets um when they were like a little right. bit younger but recently or like a couple years ago my 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 10 year old now right. started wanting to be more involved okay 
and I think there was a time when I didn't have Vanessa with me, and so I had Mason, my my ten year old. Right. Can you please take this person's order? Because I was busy in the back cooking, and so he, you know, started asking, "Hey, what would you like?" And then so when I saw that he was, because Mason's very personable, he'll talk to anybody. Yeah. Okay. So that helps too. Like if your child is not like shy or like like really outgoing, right. helps that they can, you know, use them as their cashier, as your cashier. <laughs> and so that's what, that's, that's what happened. Like he actually enjoyed talking to people, taking their orders. So I, sh- I started showing him how to work the, the POS, the point right. of sale system. Right. And that's, yeah, it just kind of started. Was he that. tall yeah. enough to reach up there and, and do all that? We have a little step <laughs> <laughs> And sometimes I use that too. <laughs> but yes, he's, he, yes, he's, yeah, he's there. He's, people think it's really cute. Right, right. So they tip more. There so, you go. There you go. Does he get yes. to keep the tips? Yes. Really? Yes, yep. We do actually pay him an hourly rate. Right. Too. Um, and it's a little bit lower than, you know, um, minimum wage, but right. it's plus tips. And, you know, he's happy with that. Right. Because I did explain to him. It teaches them responsibility. So you work here. It's not like I'm going to have you work for me for free. You can get to keep the tips because you earn the tips. Right. right. You ask for the tip. Like sometimes nice. they'll say, hey, would you like to leave a tip? Like nice. no shyness at all. <laughs> like he'll hand them the card reader and be like, would you like to leave a tip? And they're, you know, sometimes they get flustered. like, uh, yeah, yeah, I, of course. Like, you know. <laughs> so, yes. More tips if you have your kid work for you. <laughs> you know, it's one tip. Yeah, so we did tell him that we were going to pay him. And he enjoyed that. He liked, yeah, of course. What 10-year-old doesn't want, like, getting money on top of their their allowance? Right. So, and <laughs> this is also why he's been working with us a little bit more regularly. Right. So he, he already has, like, some weekends, like Fridays or Saturdays, he'll work with us. You know, there's no school the next day. Right. There was an incident with our neighbor's basketball hoop. It was made of glass. Mm-hmm. He was playing with, mm-hmm. don't judge me for this, it's BB gun. Oh, and okay. was shooting in our backyard. And right. it hit their basketball hoop. Right. Wow. And it shattered the glass. And it shattered. Wow. And I didn't know that thing cost 900 bucks. <laughs> wow. Holy cow. Yes. So we worked out a plan to pay that off. Nice. And it's, you know, like this is, you did that, you're going to help us pay for it. Right. Yes. And so since you're already, you know, working for for me from time to time, why don't we make it a little bit more regular? Like you'll work it off until, you know, we told him like at least just half. Yes. So that's. That's why he's been. But he also learned not to use the BB gun and yeah, not to and not to aim over there. Yes, that. Like mom and dad are made of money. So there, yeah, he learns that you know we have to work for you know whatever we right. use to buy stuff for them and sure. pay for damages. God, right, yeah, that's right. Painful. Sure. Whoop. But he's long since actually paid it off yeah and he still wants to come yeah, right i mean he's getting extra money well he understands the value of the tip jar yeah, <laughs> yeah right so the more he does that the more tips he gets 
<laughs> you didn't raise no dummy. Hey. <laughs> what makes you wake up every morning and mm -hmm. open your business? My kids, it helps pay for their extracurricular. <laughs> Broken glass, they, right? Yeah, they're they're expensive, man. Sure. <laughs> like compared to how we were kids, or I was a kid back then. Right. It's it's a uh, yeah, a lot more costly right. today. But no, it that it helps pay for gym classes. Helps pay for sports for for extra stuff. I can go to Disney. I can take them to Disneyland. Right. It, it, yeah, it all comes down with living too, like paying bills, being able to like contribute and, you know, putting something aside for your savings and retirement. So that's, it's, it's what we work for. What do you have to say to the business owner who's having a rough day or a rough week? That'll happen. What? Yeah. No business is, is perfect. Um, it's just part of life and business really it's just I don't know to me I just kind of brush it off there's always tomorrow too so and you know tomorrow sometimes will be more than better right which will make up for the day that that was bad so Emma this has been a real treat thank you for joining us here on oh, small thanks. business Salvation. thanks for having me and if visioners want to get in touch with you, how do they do that? They can reach me via our website, which has a contact form. Um, website email. is? Yes. It's www.thepokeexpress.com. And a phone number two, 661-368-4600. We're also active on social media, especially Instagram, at thepokeexpress. Yeah, that's, that's pretty much it. And I'll be right back with my final thought. Hello Visioneers, Sasha and I are here to talk about, we've got a new season of Small Business Celebration coming up and we're looking for ad sponsors. Isn't that a great idea so we can grow and expand what we're doing for Visioneer Nation? Yeah, he thinks so too. So if you've got a business, you've got a service that you like to promote to Visioneer Nation, reach out to us on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram today. The tip jar. One of my favorite questions to ask here on Small Business Celebration is, what makes you wake up every morning and open your business? The reason I ask this question is to remind you and me and everybody else in Visioneer Nation why on earth we started our business in the first place. Now, with any luck, as we grow our businesses and they become profitable and we take care of the basic necessities of life, we start to get to be able to afford other things as well, like having the son who shatters the backboard with a BB gun, or equally importantly, or more fun, taking the family trip to Disneyland. But as we get closer to the end of the calendar year, we not only have our own personal lives that we're dealing with and our business lives that we're dealing with, we're also facing the end of the calendar year and the holidays. And it's really easy to go ahead and get distracted with all the stress and all the pressure from everything that's all going on that we forget to be like Emma's seven-year-old. We forget the reason why we got into our business in the first place. We forget about the opportunities and how bright the future is when we simply take that step stool, push it up to the counter, 
step up to it and with that childlike joy and that childlike anticipation for the future and simply ask our customer, would you like to give us a tip? I hope you enjoyed our conversation this week with Emma Valdivia, the owner of the Pokey Express, and I hope you learned something that you can use today to grow a strong and profitable business. And we'll see you here again next week when we celebrate another small business making a big breakthrough. Thank you for listening to the Small Business Celebration Podcast. Some of today's music was brought to you by Ted Hammond, and you might find more of Ted's music at ReverbNation.com forward slash Ted Hammond. That's ReverbNation.com forward slash Ted Hammond. If you enjoyed this episode and gained some insight from it for your business, subscribe to the Small Business Celebration Podcast at iTunes.com forward slash Small Business Celebration and give us a five-star review. Also, if there's a business you'd like us to interview, reach out to us on LinkedIn and Facebook and let us know. Until next time, I'm your host, Michael Roberts of the Small Business Celebration Podcast, and we wish you a strong and profitable business.